WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Good morning. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're at Logan's, Logan Trading Company. Which is it, Josh? I've been, I've been going back and forth for, for decades. Josh Logan, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's officially, it's officially Logan Trading Company and has oh, okay. been since 1965, but most people just call us Logan's yeah. or Logan's Garden Shop. People are getting lazy, aren't they? They won't even pronounce the whole... The whole title of a of a business. Well, I wanted to always call it Logan's Trading Post, like a Western outpost. Okay, well, you're up in the mountains where they yeah. got uh, Tweetsie, so as long as you keep it post. in the spittoon, Rufus. Oh yes. <laughs> you don't oh, yes. chew too, do you? Well, you know, I I started the morning off wrong. I ended up at the station. I knew you would. And uh, <laughs> I was there smoking my stogie, and I got down to what Linda calls the poison part. And I thought. My God, nobody showed up here. <laughs> let's, let, let's go down to Josh's. Well, you weren't paying any attention last night when I sent you a text, and you said, okay, you said 10-4. I, I said 10-4, but I, I did what I said about bringing the book for your your friend. Oh, okay. S and G's. All right. Well, that was part of the same message, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I, I acknowledge that I was supposed to be at Logan's. Well, um, I'm gratified that you decided to show up. It wouldn't be the same without you. And my goodness, we have beauty with us this morning. Miss Pam. Pam Beck is here. Hey, Pam. Hey, Mike and Rufus and Josh. And um, you were talking about what you call Logan's. I used to call it my place of employment. That's right. And it's a it's an honor to come back here Gosh. and sit here in the cafe and reminisce with Rick about what it used to be like when I worked right there in that greenhouse. And uh, Oh, you were working in the greenhouse. I was working huh? in the greenhouse, and oh. it was so much fun um, back in the days when Lola was the boss in there and and um rick was cooking breakfast then. and rick was cooking breakfast then and it was temptation itself you know to to smell those those wonderful smells but great memories great people and great plants and i want to commend you for keeping all this going you're the third generation with this this family and um it's exciting to be here thank Thank you pam yeah we're we're honored uh you know, to have had the opportunity to be in business for almost 60 years now. And as you said, third generation, that's a, that's a rare thing these days in family business. And um, we've had a lot of changes taking place all around us and uh, are going to have some more changes in the near future. But we're excited that Logan's plans to be here for a, a long, long time. We're going to be relocating from the seaboard station, as as many of our listeners have probably heard by now but that that's not for a few years yet so we'll be here at seaboard uh, until the end of 2024 and then relocating in uh, 2025 and of course the obvious next question is well where are you going we get that question all the time i'll bet we're actually excited to be uh, expanding into a a multi-location future so we're actually working on uh, several different projects in parallel right now, uh, doing the 
development dance with the city, trying to get their um, blessing on uh, our future homes. So we're hoping that sometime uh, late spring or early summer we'll be able to make some official announcements about uh, one or more of our future homes. But for now, and uh, all of this year and all of next year, we're going to be right here at the Seaboard Station where uh, you have known Logan's for the past 30 uh, 33 years. Um, a lot has changed in this neighborhood. Folks have probably seen it on the news. Uh, folks have probably, who, who visited recently, have probably noticed that uh, there's some significant building going on around us. And uh, of course, that does lead to construction uh, changes. But I wanted to take this moment already early in the program to say uh, Logan's has uh, invested a lot of time and effort in creating a new expanded parking area for folks who are visiting, and that's uh, adjacent to our shrub and tree department, maybe where you uh, have come to Logan's in the past and picked up pine straw or mulch. You just drive past our front door and, and right down that, uh, that driveway adjacent to our shrub and tree department where we've added uh, almost 60 new parking spaces at the back, mm -hmm. and we've created a new entryway back there. So. Um, we have plenty of room for you. Come on down to Logan's today where we're, uh, we're running an early bird sale as well from 9 to 11. And we look forward to seeing everybody. We had a, a great busy day yesterday. Tons of folks taking advantage of the, uh, oh, the June-like temperatures. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's some awesome, awesome stuff in the landscape right now. Driving in uh, to the show, I was thinking to myself, we're probably getting really close to the the peak color in the landscape, you know, over the next probably three to four weeks now that the azaleas are coming into bloom and we still have a lot of the flowering trees. Um, the, the dogwoods are, are just now getting, getting going and the red buds still have their flowers and some of the flowering cherries still have their flowers. So this is a really fun time in the landscape because there's just so much to, to look at and enjoy. It's a little early, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with uh, being a little early. Well, we this whole getting the same stuff. Yeah, this whole season's been a little early. Hey, the, mm -hmm. On the on the positive side, uh, we're probably getting darn near peak pollen as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas that's usually lingering with us till uh, the end of April. I, th yeah. I think we'll we'll have kicked that pretty soon. Get on out of it. But uh, things are just going crazy. I think the the blooms are better than they've ever been. Maybe I'd, my memory is gone, but uh, the Laura Pedlums, for instance, this year were just spectacular. Chinese Snowball, I noticed out front this morning, was just better looking than I'd ever seen. They're beautiful, and it's been a very good camellia year, too. Yeah. They're still going, and I took a peek out in your tree and shrub section. You've got a nice selection. We we do. We've always made a point to have a lot of camellias that, you know, a most stores sort of reflect the uh, the ownership as well as the, the folks who work there. And that's certainly true with our camellias. Our staff just loves them. So we have a huge selection. I know Rufus is a big fan of of camellias. And uh, we're actually running a sale today on, on camellias. They're, they're buy one, get one, half price. So a, a great deal on, on the camellias. And, um, you know, it, they're a great plant for the landscape because they're really a no-fuss, easy... Uh, evergreen plant that that provides flowering. I mean, how can you beat that? You you have evergreen, low maintenance, and you get a pretty show in um, the winter. In the winter, yeah. yeah. 
when a lot of other things are not happening in the landscape and they're reliable and they like acidic soil, they do really well in all parts of Wake County. I've talked about it so many times. You you want the gardeners need to strive if you're serious about it to have something blooming in your landscape year round, and that's easy to do here. So when we talk to uh, who to guests who are trying to figure out what to do with their landscape, especially folks who aren't um, plant enthusiasts, that that's what we're always trying to help people achieve is some interest in the landscape. Uh, during each of the seasons because as you guys know um, there are a lot of ways to create interest that aren't just floral you know uh, there there are plants that have uh, peak foliar color at certain times of the year um, as well as uh, plants that through their um, their reproductive process uh, the seeds and whatnot attract uh, different animals and uh, wildlife to the landscape at different times of the year so uh, it it's good to get connected with uh with a local garden center or a horticulture professional if you're wanting to plan your landscape because there are lots of ways to create interest in the landscape year-round that that don't require a whole lot of uh, additional effort or additional investment and i would highly recommend planning your landscape wouldn't you rufus (laughs) Because uh, I uh, did not. Uh, well, if, if there's a square foot left, I'll find something to put in it, whether it's tall, short, or whatever. Yes, yeah, right. Doesn't well, matter. But I have several camellias that. But we don't get. want to do that, do we? We're looking, Josh, for a camellia that will bloom a little bit later, like in in uh, June. Maybe that'll that'll come along soon. Hey, that's an okay. idea. Well, here's here's my theory: landscapes and city streets are better enjoyed when planned. That's right. Um, you know, because I've, yeah. I've driven, I've driven USA, down some, uh, some, some city streets that look like they just sort of evolved the way that some, some uh, of our landscapes have. Now, you as a former government, of, government official should know that. Well, Of course, it was not on the well, city level. Speaking but. of government official, last night <clears throat> I went to the uh, Walgreens over at, at uh, Cameron, uh, what is it? The the village district. The village Village district. The the village. And uh, they're coming out of there was this strange looking fellow with a hat on, and it was Roy Cooper. And he was trying to be in disguise. And I said, Hello, Governor. Was he wearing a fedora? He was wearing a hat. A a cap. A cap. A cap. cap. And he came up and he was talking to his brother. And I I mentioned to him that you and I had taken a trip to his his, uh, hometown and seen where he lived and the, the. Congressman, and he went to and, school with Cliff Joyner. Oh yes, and yeah. we mentioned Cliff Joyner, and what a good time we had. And uh, he looked looked very uh, very down to earth. Yeah, he said a fellow needs to get out of the case. He That's right, he? sure do. Got to sneak around. Hey, uh, I, I want to get to one of my favorite people in the world, Tom Campbell, who's oh, online. Yes. He made it back. He made it back from his uh, tour of the world. Tom, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great this morning, and I, I was really eager to hear Josh was going to announce where the new Logan's is. I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, well, we got to keep you on edge. Tom. Sorry to disappoint, Tom. We're, uh, <laughs> I've, I've learned the hard way that uh, you don't want to get the cart before the horse. Um, yeah, you learned, that, you learned that from Robert, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, until all the cards are on the table or, or, or everything is under your c- 
control. It's yeah, better I got to it. wait got and it. see. But we we uh, I'll see if I can work out a, a weekend gardener exclusive when, uh, when that time go. comes later this year. There <laughs> you go. Now, now I just got to say that if there is any kind of plan whatsoever to Rufus's garden, nobody knows. Not even the good Lord knows what that plan is. Well, mine's worse, Tom. Mine's worse. Well, Tom, I want to know this. Are you ready to kill another boxwood? You got it. You got well, it. I'm going I to have do one it. in mind your for garden you. Party. I had and, to call we, you this morning because uh, yesterday uh, we were out in that section of town, and Lib wanted to see if she could get some uh, Boston ferns. So we went to the Lowe's garden store, and we're over there, and they had just come in yesterday, some Boston ferns. So we're over there picking them up, and, and one of the uh, employees, her name is Laura, came over and uh, asked if she could help us and so forth like that. And we struck up a bit of a conversation, and she said, that voice, I know that voice. <laughs> you know Rufus, don't you? I have to tell you that I listen to Weekend Gardener all the time, and I remember your voice. Of course she does. Well, she's remembering it, too, from <laughs> Yeah, from MC Spin and uh, yeah, all your well, days on radio. Which was still the best program on, on radio in America. And television. And television, absolutely. Uh well, I, I thank you. Have you watched yet the, the new state line, Tom? They took yeah, that off after you were on to look at it. Uh, yeah, a couple did, weeks ago. Did, yeah, did, it's all gone there. Did that go? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Anyway, I, I just want to tell you that it, it is just it, it's startling to me that someone can hear your voice and can identify you with Weekend Dark. I know. It is. Well, Tom, you, you went around the world, huh? Well, we were on a cruise. I'll tell you what I'm. Uh, I'll tell you the exciting news at the Campbell household. All right. We are going to be the end of April. We're going to take one of these Viking River cruises. Have y'all done those? I've always wanted to. We are going from Paris to Normandy. Mm. Um, you, you know, I'm a history buff, and I've been reading a lot lately about Churchill and Roosevelt and the the book that I've just finished is called December 1941, which the author says is probably the most significant month in the history of the United States. Anyway, I've just had this calling that I need to go to Normandy. I want to see that battleground. I want to see that cemetery. I just, I feel like neither of my parents, uh, my dad or Liv's dad were there, uh, during World War II, but I just I just feel like I need to go to Normandy. So we're going in April, late April. Well, that's a great way to get there. That's a unique way to get there. But I'll still be back in time to be hosting for you, Mike. <laughs> All right. That's uh, some May, the uh, first week in May, first weekend in May, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, definitely please do that. Uh, there's, no, there's no better person to do it well really thank you for saying that i'm always i always enjoy doing it and well, i'm thankful and, you're you're willing to do it oh I, anytime anytime in fact you don't go away often enough well i know 
That's, what, that's what some some of the listeners. I know Melissa has said that to me uh, every time I come home. She says you don't go away enough. <laughs> but that's the way it is. I we, talked to some friends yesterday. A uh, guy had just retired, and uh, I said, "How's the retirement?" He says, "Well, we're still working it out." <laughs> looking at his wife. Oh. <laughs> It's like when I was at the treasurer's office, they gave me a going away party and then told me to go away. (laughs) (laughs) It is in the typical state government. I remember that party, Tom, yes. Oh, man. What a great treasure we had, the Harlan Boyles. Oh, man. He was. So super. We had had, uh, those years. You were on the council state back in those years. Those those were some great years. On the local government commission. Yeah. Um, uh, got about a minute, Tom, before, unless you can hang on. Oh, that's all right. I got I to gotta check off anyway. I just wanted to tell you that you are famous at Lowe's uh, on uh, Capitol Boulevard. All right, Rufus. <laughs> well, I like that, Tom. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Just kind of walk around and strut a little bit. Like, I walk backwards I said, and strut. She said, it, she said, what is Rufus really like? I said, the Rufus that you hear on the radio is the same Rufus you get to know in person. Same, same as we would have had as governor had things worked you, out. You got you, it. You tell what my name spelled backwards is? If he, hadn't quit, <laughs> if he hadn't criticized barbecue and started singing. That's right. <laughs> Killed it. Killed Tom, it. thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. The great Tom Campbell, my, my former general manager about 40 years ago. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Logan's here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Uh, 919-860-9783. We're at Logan's, and, and Josh just left. I guess he, uh, he had, to, had to do something. He's the he boss, just, man. He just left us. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. So what's going on in the uh, Pam Beck garden? Oh, my goodness. I had so much fun pulling weeds yesterday. I don't, I'm not going to pull a weed oh, often. On. I don't come like pulling weeds. I do. Well, I don't. I bend over, you know, and it, it's it's not a pretty sight. But, um, <laughs> but I do. Bottoms up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I used to laugh at my mother-in-law about that because that's how she weeded. She just bent at the waist. But... Um, as you get older, it's it's harder to get up off of your knees when you're on the ground. And I think the good Lord, you know, knows what. If, he's, if I'm going down there, I better stay until I'm praying. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Isn't it? Now, women can do that because the center of gravity is right, different. Right. right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 We've got that extra hinge in our, you know, lower See, if I bend over, I turn a flip. <laughs> I just go right over. I would pay to see that. I, 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 no, I, I, I it's not that head. bad. It's not that bad. I heard a, uh, I used to tell my mother-in-law a joke that there was this uh, mother-in-law lived up up north one some one time, and she died. And uh, the son-in-law <clears throat> they they notified him and wanted to know whether uh, to cremate or bury her, and. Uh, Son-in-law uh, emailed back and said, "Take no chances, do both." 
<laughs> Where did that come from? Now, <laughs> but, but, okay. my, but mine was special. I loved her. She she right, was. I I called her my mother in love. I I really did. She was. She uh, Mike's mom was was a gem. She she was um, a blessing in my life. And I'm. She was a great gardener. Um, Lived down in South Georgia, and I, I wrote about her for the Weekend Gardening magazine mm. about how she'd always have zinnias and oh, little man. little pots uh, sitting all around the house, and she was just a, a delight to be with. And um, you know, I hope that I hope that um, my daughter-in-law someday will say that about me. Yeah. Well, Linda's <laughs> you know? mother just had a 97th birthday. Oh, happy and, birthday! And just as sharp yeah. as a tack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, when you were speaking to hundreds of people there in the, when your book came out and in the museum auditorium, and she was on the front row, and she stood up and said she had to, she had, it was time to go? No, that was Sis Cheshire. That was, that was Miss Cheshire, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, we all, oh, okay. I thought that was your mother-in-law. She stole no, the day. I was there. <laughs> I saw Sis at the beauty parlor the other day, and she said, I used to think you were my first love, but now uh, my hairdresser, Brandon, is my first love. Oh, wow. But I'll never He's forget He's much that. younger, isn't he? Never forget that night. <laughs> she she jumped adorable. up and she said, well, it's time to go. I've I got to go shut the lights off. <laughs> this was in front of 100, 300 people, <laughs> and the office was packed. <laughs> Standing room only, and uh, this lady got up during Rufus, interrupted Rufus's speech to say, well, it's time to go. i got to go to bed. <laughs> you know, only in the South, only and that's what South. I love about being here, you know. That's yeah. just, those are the stories that, that make our lives. They really are. We, we, just, we got several Toms here. Uh, Tom in Raleigh. Tom, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on again. Yes, sir. Uh, How I called can we in help you? A couple you? weeks ago, and you were nice enough to invite me back uh, to call in today um, as uh, president of the Gardeners of Wake County Club. Oh yeah, hey Tom, Gardeners of Wake County. And uh, yeah, cool. that'll be uh, next Thursday, uh, March thirtieth through April eighth at Fairgrounds. Enter off Gate Six, and we have over. 120 varieties of azaleas. It's our annual sale, and the money goes to scholarships for horticultural science students at NC State. And you will have, uh, yeah, obviously different varieties, plus the deciduous type that a lot of people don't have and should have in their landscape. Yes, that's right. And they tend to be the ones that sell out uh, early. People are interested in them uh they you know see their sale out to get them or if they get there they're they're not familiar with them and they end up uh enjoying them so we'll have uh, plenty of deciduous um, as well as um encore multi-blooming varieties and uh, other evergreens and uh, we have a few other flowers rhododendrons camellias gardenias but primarily um azaleas and you will be on the west side of the fairgrounds uh, Youth Center Road area, right? Is that, right. Is that correct? Yeah. So it'll be center, eas- uh, easily road, accessible. Center Drive, and it's in the flower exhibition building where oh, okay, gone to there before. It's where they show up the flowers, and that's excellent. The, uh, free parking for mission, and um, good deals on the azaleas in this day of inflation. So uh, it should be some good buys too. Yeah, but Tom, you need to tell them not to try to come to Blue Ridge Road. 
way where that big construction is going on. Yeah, the, the Hillsboro Blue Ridge, they can come down to Trinity Road, I guess, and and come down that far. I haven't been over there right. in a while. Right, Trinity Road is a good way to come. Um, and evidently, I think the fair is going to have a nice sign out um, directing people how to get to our sale. Um, but uh, just avoid that... Um, that, uh, that, that tunnel rich, um, area that's going to be closed off. But um, yeah. but otherwise, oh, there'll be plenty of signage, and I uh, should be able to find it pretty easy, I think. All right, that's next Thursday that it starts. Right, March 30th through April 8th, except for Sunday, April 2nd, uh, 9 to 6 p.m. And uh, the club will be out there in force, uh, ready to uh, uh, talk about azaleas and take them to your car and uh, can buy as many as you want. Tom, thank you very much for calling. Well, thanks for having me again. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Azaleas, you mentioned azaleas, Josh. Uh, encore azaleas and rebloomers, just just extraordinary. You really get your, your you know pack a lot of punch for your money. Yeah, the encores and um, and the other uh, reblooming azaleas have have certainly become. Uh, a dominant force in the uh, landscape over the past, gosh, probably 15 years. Yeah. Um, although I'm I'm still a lover of the traditional azaleas because they, um, you know, the encores are awesome because you get a much longer bloom period and, and uh, most of the time you're going to get that two different seasons. Um, but the old-fashioned azaleas where it seems like a million blooms come in all at once. That's it's, right. I mean, there's nothing like it. It's it's mm-hmm. just uh, it'll take You're your breath right. away. So, uh, you know, happily, there's a place in the landscape for both. Uh, I, I, if you have a large enough landscape to enjoy a lot of plant diversity, I would I would definitely cultivate some of the old-fashioned azaleas and have some of the the encores or the bloomerangs mm-hmm. as well, um, because I, I think there's really nothing uh, nothing more beautiful about a southern landscape than azalea. I was noticing my Formosa, that old-fashioned Formosa, mm-hmm. just breathtaking. Yeah, and old. Oh, at least they're, they're at least eighty-five years old. Yeah, at least. And something I noticed too in the uh, landscape—it's the lilacs that yeah. are they've been blooming a while. Old-fashioned lilacs, and they—I uh, found that the new ones don't do quite as well in this. Uh, climate as, as those old-fashioned ones and i don't know what kind they were we'll we'll identify them when we yeah the, the we, persian lilacs are the newer ones that are supposed to be more heat tolerant mm-hmm. are they pam mm-hmm. uh, josh right the, but uh, the dominant one here uh, at um in a retail environment is the miss kim that's the one that mm-hmm. yeah. that seems to do the best in our uh climate you know lilacs are becoming uh, more and more sought after um because a lot of our uh, neighbors are coming from other areas where right. lilacs are are much more prominent, um, so we we have begun to offer a wider array, and and we are finding that there are some new cultivars, in addition to the Miss Kim, that are performing well mm-hmm. here in the South. But you know the the lilacs are their happiest in other climates, um, you know a little bit cooler than than here. So. Uh, Hopefully, just like uh, people are are adapting to this uh, new climate as they move south, uh, you know, my experience is that over time, uh, 
plants can uh, develop more of a resistance to the to the warmer weather when they're mm-hmm. when they're happiest in cooler climates, and we, right. we may see a lot more diversity within the lilac group. But the ones that are out there, I, I was just moving them uh, last night, relocating them from their home spot in one of our beds to a prominent spot right on the corner because the, the, the buds are plump, they're pregnant, mm-hmm. they're ready to burst open. Mm-hmm. They'll either be open today or, or uh, uh, certainly by Monday, so they're going to make quite a show. I think they're happiest. My mother planted one many years ago. It was not, uh, it was before the Miss Kim came out. It was an old-fashioned one, and she planted it in an area near the house where the, it was in a corner, and the it was blocked off from the sun from the south, mm-hmm. and it got the the morning sun, and it um, it looked really happy. And I have one that's it's uh, I think it's uh, the Miss Kim, but it's it's uh, it's also happy, and I have it in a similar place where it's getting morning sun primarily. So I visited one, uh, several times. I've had uh, national meetings at Mackinac Island, Michigan. Oh wow. And yeah. there must be 20 acres of lilacs there. Mm-hmm. There's that old poem uh, associated with Lincoln. I can't quite remember it. Where the lilacs bloom, I'm, Pam, you're, you're a literary source. <laughs> but it's, it's a lovely poem. I just don't yeah. remember it right I'm now. I'm illiterate. But, uh, oh, stop, you are not. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of a word here and there. Lilacs, um, too, up in Boston at the uh, Arnold Arboretum, which is uh, this country's one of the oldest arboreta uh, and one of the the treasured national collections, they have a Mother's Day lilac walk, and Mm. 20 to 30,000 people are in that garden to walk between those big, tall, blooming, and they're so incredibly fragrant. And I understand why people are drawn to them, but I want to encourage those of you who are listeners from places where lilacs thrive better to really consider some of our wonderful southern trees that will also bloom this time of year and give you a great deal of pleasure. And, you know, not only our native red buds and our native dogwood and our our native uh, Carolina silver bells and things like that, but also the things that from Southeast Asia that we grow, like these beautiful cherries that you're seeing right now. The Yoshinos are in full bloom. The Kwanzaa cherries are getting ready to come on. Um, you know, we've got our Gramsci Graybeard. You know, that's a great plant. I haven't uh, seen those blooming yet. Are they blooming? Somebody posted a photo of one, but I think it was the southeastern uh, Asian Gramsci Graybeard, not the, our indigenous native one. Yeah. Um, but these, these are things that you can grow here. And we've got... Uh, Trees that will bloom at different times through the year. In the summer, not only the crepe myrtles, but the vitex will give you quite a bit of, of color and interest and excitement in your landscape. Yeah. You can always have something. We talked about this. And always have something of interest. And you're right, Josh, about the, the <coughs> berry and the bark. You know, again, crepe myrtles come to mind for mm-hmm. me for winter color. Oh, that cinnamon bark is just... Yeah, and you phenomenal. can't kill them. You can't kill a crepe myrtle. <laughs> you can if can. you butcher it enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that crepe myrtle. They don't look good. Doing. They're yeah. not happy, but yeah. it, they keep they keep growing. They it don't takes grow it out well, of them. Yeah. There is something, Pam or Josh, that I call orange peel. 
Sestrum. A shrub about six or eight feet tall and little blossoms that look like orange peel. Are they, what color are they? Orange. Huh. Well, I can think of several Number things two, that, that are orange. Um, now, Tony Avent does sell a plant that is its, its name, its cultivar name is orange peel, I believe, or its, its common name may be orange peel, um, that he sells. You're funny. But um, there, there are orange-blooming um, quince that are starting out now. Some of yeah, the have, orange storm that. and that cameo yeah. is just now starting uh, to bloom really Quince well. have looked great this year. There are oh, uh, some ones. pretty orange-blooming deciduous azaleas as yes, well. The, right. Yeah, they're fantastic. But send me a picture. Yeah, I'm not right. familiar with that yeah. one, Rufus. Yeah, send me the photo. At least not with the orange description. <laughs> well, ask Mike what it is. <laughs> We, what we, color is it, Mike? It's orange. <laughs> what color is it? Well, orange. Rufus, Stands three. Rufus and I were in the elevator at the station, and we were on the second floor. <laughs> For some reason, said, we were leaving. The first floor, and he can't push you number two. Uh, I said, number one, Mike. No, I told you to press two. <laughs> and, and you went like that, and, and then you looked <laughs> So that's that's uh, that's where the orange peel. That's why we started laughing with the orange peel. And it was inside jokes. <laughs> and the darndest things are funny. See, nobody else is laughing, but we appre- we appreciate it. Well, I was in an elevator with no buttons uh, ten days <laughs> ago that in, would be in San Antonio. The Marriott they they now voice activated. It there's a, a LED. Uh, display panel outside the elevator, and you have to scan your your room key. Oh, no uh, way! Okay. No, I'm not getting on that beforehand. Thing. But when, once you're in there, you're you're going where it's sending you. You have no control over where where you're going. I'm breaking out right now. <laughs> it's like the Renaissance in Nashville, Tennessee. That uh, that glass elevator with a glass bottom, Mm-mm. and yeah. you. Yeah. You're on the 80th floor, and you're shooting down, praying, praying. 919-860-9783. A lot of elevator stories out there. <laughs> you just think about it. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. That's always a good thing. That's what I try and do. You know, it's uh, these beautiful spring days like today, we'll uh, notice... Uh, damage from wildlife in our gardens and nothing is more infuriating than waiting all winter for flowers to bloom only to have plants devoured by hungry deer and it's so disappointing when bunnies eat the tender foliage of newly emerging perennials fortunately you can prevent the wildlife damage with i must garden repellents made right here in the triangle and sold right here at logan's i must garden repellents are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils and will keep the deer and rabbits from eating your flowers and plants. Imos Garden repellents are simple to use, long-lasting, and don't need to be reapplied after every rain. They're available as sprays, granular, and money-saving concentrates. Imos Garden repellents are sold at all garden centers around the area, hardware stores, and, of course, here at Logan's. And uh, come by and... uh, Check them out at Logan's because Josh has a has a big display of them. 
Uh, I must guard and repellents from molds and voles and squirrels and snakes and dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. To learn more about protecting your garden from pests, visit imustgarden.com. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 852. listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio it's the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back on wptf the weekend gardener mike Riley here along with rufus edmonston and pam beck and uh we're at josh logan's place logan trading company in downtown raleigh brother rick getting ready we're in the restaurant uh, seaboard cafe and rick's getting ready for uh food today are those the specials rick yes they are Okay. Yeah. Well, everything's special here. <laughs> it all tastes good. Everything I've ever had. You know, and it's surprising how many people come down here on Fridays just for crab cakes. You know, yeah. shopping, of course, too, Josh. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is that's kind of Rick's specialty on Fridays. Yeah, so. We get them drunk on food, and they go eat. They go out and and buy. By plant. Well, what's so nice is to be able to sit out in this open air area and watch people walk by with plants, and then you go, hmm, I need one yeah. of those, too. <laughs> and there are a lot of other things here, too, Josh. <laughs> too oh, my goodness, your pots, your, your pot selection. I am absolutely astonished at what you've got here. Yeah, we, uh, we, we call ourselves a one-stop garden shop, and we... Uh, we want to try to have a little bit of everything for all you need inside your home and, and in your landscape. Uh, we do have, I'm, I'm quite sure, one of the largest selections of outdoor uh, pots and containers. Mm-hmm. Gosh, anywhere within driving distance. Um, and uh, a lot of our uh, pots and containers come from a North Carolina company uh, called Border Concepts. They're, uh, they're located in Lexington, North Carolina. Um, so it, it's great to be able to work with local companies. In fact, speaking of local companies, the, the uh, I Must Garden that you were advertising just mm-hmm. before the commercial break is based right here in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, they, they were formed in Chapel Hill but have uh, moved to Raleigh. And it, uh, it's great to have local brands that, are, that offer quality uh, items and uh, you know that everything that you do in terms of business with them uh, stays right here in the, in the Triangle area. So... It's great to be in North Carolina. It's great to have so many uh, North Carolina grown, raised, and made items. And we try to sell a lot of those here at Logan's. Um, and uh, we invite you to come down today and uh, take a stroll around our three-acre garden center. Uh, we've got just about every flower, uh, shrub, tree, perennial you can imagine. We've got a huge houseplant selection, which uh, uh, indoor gardening has become huge. It's it, it's absolutely exploded. It was already uh, gaining in popularity before uh, COVID, and COVID just sort of took it through the roof. And we, we proud our, uh, pride ourselves. I think we have one of the best uh, selections and certainly one of the best staffs of any uh, garden mm-hmm. shop. So if you are a rare houseplant collector, you ought to mm-hmm. check out uh, our selection here at Logan's. We're in the Seaboard Station neighborhood right here in downtown Raleigh, just uh, off of Peace Street near Capitol Boulevard. So come visit us or check us out on the web 
at logantrd.com. That's logantrd, which is short for Logan Trading. logantrd.com. Uh, come visit us in downtown today. Very good. And uh, we've already zipped through an hour of uh, the Weekend Gardener. And uh, we'll have two more hours to talk about elevators. Gracious. <laughs> and orange plants. Oh, by the way, I was at a, a book signing for General Got about Tata the other 15 night. seconds. We had several people at that meeting that are advocates of the Weekend Gardener. Well, I'm glad we need all the advocates we can get. <laughs> yeah. More of the Weekend Gardener and its advocates coming up here on WPTF. WPTF.